freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be dilly-daddling a little bit, then talking about the South Carolina abortion ruling. And then we're going to be talking about Morgan and some random Atlanta dude. But first things first. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, (laughs) let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives.
What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. I'm just chilling. I messed up the the title. It's it's what is it? The random Atlanta dude, Atlanta random dude. It's random man in Atlanta. Random man in Atlanta, Morgan. Well, yes. that'll be in the third segment. Uh, you got some. Ex- you've got. You've had an exciting couple of weekends. Yes. You had I your birthday my- party. Birthday you had party. Dad visit last weekend. Yes. And now you're going to Vegas for the first time. Yeah. Vegas for the first time, so I'm very excited. Uh, we have a cousin out there who I have been meaning to go see for several years now. And right. I've been making you, promises. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally, I told her, I promised her that I would come out this summer. So pretty much the very tail end of summer, I'm making it out there. Well, doesn't summer technically last through September? To me, summer is June, July, August. That's summer. Summer to me has always been until you have to go to school. Right. Like, yeah. Once yeah. you, once the kids have to go to school, summer is over with. Summer's over. Summer's yeah. over with. Yeah. So, so usually June, June, July, August. To me, that's okay. summer. Yeah. This is literally the, the last weekend in August because yeah. next weekend is <laughs> the first, I think, is Friday or Saturday. So this is the yeah. last weekend in August. So, so I know she'll be excited but, to spend time with I, you. Yeah, but I made it. I made it in the summertime. I made it. You, so you did. It's down to the wire, but I'm making it. I'm very excited to go to Vegas. I know it's hot out there, but I was looking at the temperature, and it's pretty much the same heat that we're getting here in Atlanta, except we have humid heat and they have dry heat. So it's going to be see. a different, it's different yeah. feel. It's yeah. just hot. But the humid yes. heat to me always hits harder than just hot. I can deal yeah. with just hot. I can deal with just hot. Like I'm fine with just hot. It's the humidity on top of that. So then like I'm pouring sweat out of nowhere because of the humidity. Whereas Mm -hmm. in dry heat, I might not necessarily sweat that much. Look, let me tell you something. This summer has been the hottest summer of Mm -hmm. any summers ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Next summer is going to be the hottest summer of and any summer. And we used to have southern summers where right. it was it was hot. It was hot. As, as children, we would be outside in that summer heat, the cicadas playing and, and, playing. Enjoy, and, and enjoying ourselves. Yes, this is not that. No, uh, I yell at crypto often during the summertime and in mm-hmm. the wintertime. For, mm-hmm. Whenever the weather is bad. He wants to smell everything. He wants to take yes. his time. I swear yes. he does that on purpose just to piss me off. Roni is the most lollygagging ass dog when it's hot outside or when it's <laughs> raining. She will not hustle up. If it's cold, <laughs> now if it's cold, she hustles because she does not like the cold. But if it's hot out or it's raining or something, I just don't want to be outside, it's bugs, something. That's when she wants to sniff every blade of grass that's available to her. Every pine cone, every stick has to be investigated thoroughly. Uh, We got to rewind. Because that phrase that you said is very particular. Hustle up. Yes. Is a phrase that I used to use. Yes. When I used to make you and our brother chase my rebounds when I was outside shooting the basketball. Mm-hmm. Our brother hates that term. And this is the first time I've ever heard you use it in decades. 
Yeah, it's not as triggering anymore. <laughs> I think it was. I think it used to be very triggering, um, because I do re- remember uh, getting your rebounds. And yeah, no, it was. It was. It's not as triggering anymore. I've grown up. I've grown yeah. up, and now your hustle up. It doesn't have the same impact that it did when I was a child. But you now understand the meaning. Yeah, yeah, but you understand the meaning behind hustle up. Now you yeah, understand now. why I was saying it. Now, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I need y'all to hustle up. Hundred uh, percent. What's going on in the news? You had the Republican primary debate last yeah. night. I just I watched wasn't highlights. paying attention. It's yeah. uh, it's I wasn't paying attention. Trump didn't even show up, which you know, understandable. He's got a lot of legal woes uh, at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you know, into I'll get into that something that dropped this week next, but uh, yeah, I, for some strange reason, uh, it's not a strange reason. It's an understandable reason. I don't want to watch it unless Trump is going to be involved. I want to just see yeah. the anarchy. Yeah, it's supposedly just, they were still anarchy. Just a bunch of people fighting for second place at this point. Yes, because then nobody moved the needle last night. No, and he's just leading with there's been indictments, doesn't matter. He's leading in every demographic of Republican voter. Men, women, those who make above 100,000, those who make under 100,000. He's leading among college educated, non-college educated. He's leading in rural, city, and suburban. Like he's every demographic. So it's just a fight for maybe vice president. Maybe, I don't know. I was talking to a friend last night. She's a lawyer. And she's the one that was just like, he's going to jail, right? And I was like, no, he's not going to jail. And uh, she said, you know, I have some friends of mine. And one is a extremely avid Trump supporter. And the other one, I think, just doesn't like Biden. So we'll vote for Trump. But I'm not sure. I don't want to ask. But they're really educated. And I don't understand it. And I was like, oh, I do. She was like, you do? how do you understand it? I said, oh, okay. Yeah, no. If you're educated and you support Trump, you're just basically a racist or a bigot or a misogynist. That's that's, that's basically, yeah. he, he stands for everything that you want to stand for. If you're educated and you still support him, that's who you are. And for those yeah. people that are on YouTube right now, that's going to leave a comment like, that's racist saying I'm racist. No, it's not. Y'all are idiots. No. Calling out racism or asking people to take accountability is is does not make you the thing that you're asking them to be accountable to. Yeah, it well, just people doesn't. are just people are just stupid. People yeah. are just stupid. But so you bring up uh, Trump's woes, and mm-hmm. you know uh, one of the key witnesses in his um, indictment for the classified files uh, basically switched his uh, switched his. Uh, not his 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 story. Mm-hmm. So uh, his name is I don't know Travis, <laughs> Mister Travis. All right, he's an information technology worker who oversaw the surveillance camera footage at the former president Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. Uh, initially, he testified to a grand jury in Washington D.C. that he was unaware of any effort to erase the videos. However, after switching from an attorney paid for with paid for by the Trump Political Action Committee to a lawyer from the Federal Defender's Office in Washington. He retracted his prior false testimony and detailed alleged effort to tamper with evidence related to the investigation of handling of the classified information stored at Trump's Florida home. 
His reversal led directly to new charges against Trump by the special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution, including in the, a superseding indictment issued by the federal grand jury in Miami last month, detailed in the alleged efforts to erase security uh, camera recordings. So, mm. <laughs> so, so dude was like, look, I lied in front of the grand jury. What's that mean? Like, what's that mean? Oh, you're going to go to jail. I'm going to go to jail. I'm no, 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 no. And Trump's lawyer was like, oh, don't worry. You won't go to jail. And he was like, I need a new lawyer. And when he got yeah. his new lawyer, he was like, look, I lied to y'all. Like, can I just tell y'all the truth and not go to jail? I'm not saying that this is exactly what happened, but I'm probably. No, that's pretty um, much exactly pretty, what happened. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he was like, look, I don't want to go to jail. So uh, let me just tell y'all the truth and will I be good to go? And then it was like, if you're willing to testify, we could work out something. Well, let me just say that uh, my previous statement, I lied on that. And uh, right. here's the truth. They was trying to tamper with some stuff. And I testified in front of the Bible, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Jehovah, <laughs> Mohammed, whoever y'all need me to testify in front of, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Listen. Hey, listen. Can I tell y'all the truth? Can I tell y'all the truth? Can I get, re- can I get, re- listen, everything I said before, mm-mm. let me tell y'all the truth. Hey, everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. Sit down. Let's order some lunch. Let's let's get let's get real. That's that's that would be me. First yeah, of all, I would have told the truth from the beginning because I ain't going to I, even the threat of jail. I'm not going for nobody. Everybody, period. everybody that's rocked with Trump has gone to jail. Yes. Everybody, they going to jail. I don't I don't know what he'd be doing that makes people so loyal. <laughs> I'm saying he, I really he had don't people know. be bewildered, bewitched. He he, he just it has, feels like he, a cult. It feels like a cult. Oh yeah, his 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 people are yeah. absolutely a cult. I mean, yeah. that's absolutely a cult. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, he got some legal woes. But guess what? He still ain't going to jail. No, no. He's still gonna be the Republican nominee. Probably yes. And he's got a good chance of being reelected. I mean, it's crazy because this is so unprecedented. <laughs> but we should really start thinking about setting a precedent that if you are currently facing criminal charges, you can't run for president. I agree like and disagree that, at the same time. No. How, how do you disagree? Because that, that seems pretty clear. Like, <laughs> if you got a RICO case, you can't be president of the United States. Because, all right. So, for instance, um, the House, the Republican House is already trying to bring up uh, a committee to investigate the DA in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? So anything that people are trying to do to get the truth out against Trump, the House, which is led by a majority of the GOP, the Republicans, are going after these people. Mm-hmm. Don't you think if we had set a precedent where if you are investigated or been ch- being charged with any crimes, that Republicans would use that to their advantage to knock out any Democrats that were actually running that could win. When it comes to dirty pool, Republicans, conservatives have always been really good at dirty politics. They've always been really good at that. I don't want to give them any more bullets in the chamber. But I mean, the reverse is also true. If we don't do anything, then it's a bunch of criminals running for public office and being voted in by people who don't care that they're criminals. How is that? It's not new. I'm saying it's not new, which is why I'm saying 
we need to set up some something needs to I don't think we should let the the threat of people misusing it stop us from doing what is essentially the right thing. That if you got a Rico case, <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you are, I mean, state, federal, they hitting them everywhere, okay? Yeah, if they you are. Got, like, you shouldn't be able to be president of the United States. I get it that it's a job where there's really no prerequisite. Like, you there can't no say, yeah, you can't say, well, I have experience running countries. Like, most people don't have that. So, I get that well, the, it's a job that really don't. The very first president in the United States had no experience running any type of government. He was a general. Exactly. Right. right. Like no, so I, none, of, none of them ever really have experience running an entire government. None of them until, well, unless well, it's their no, second if term. If you're a governor, a governor is like a president of a state. It is yeah, a but president no, of nobody, a state. Nobody has experience running a country, let me say. Like okay, not a country, but a state. Yeah. You know, a state. You know, you, you know, you. It's be completely different, though. You're commander in chief. Of the only difference, the only difference is you have control over the military. Right, that's a big deal. A larger, and, and, a larger thing in the military. You're dealing with both foreign and domestic policy, like as opposed to just okay. Your state. So you have control over the overall military and foreign policy. Yes, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like. If you're a governor and you try to run for president, that seems like the most logical next step. Yes. Yeah. Or but I mean, I guess point, a senator. But my point I mean, is, I get that there's really not many rules. There are some rules, but there's not many rules because this is just a job you can't truly prepare for. But no. you got to think a, a RICO case has got to be up there and- <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Rico case, I mean, that's funny. That's splashy, right? Yeah. To me, that's not the most important thing. The I most just important like thing was, a, it. yeah, I know. I mean, and it's your state. But the yeah. most important thing is those classified documents. Mm-hmm. Now that my man turned uh, snitch, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he snitching. I would snitch too. Look, I was not above immediately. But I'm not above snitching over a lot of situations. Yeah. No, so, I would snitch on you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've snitched on you. Yeah. You have. So it's, it's. I mean. Repeatedly. I mean, well, let me see. Would I snitch on you? If I'm implicated, it, yes, I would <laughs> snitch on you. If I'm not implicated in anything, like if the police is just like, where's Bruce? I'd be like, I don't know. Okay, yes. You but know? I'm talking about, <laughs> would you snitch on me? Would you snitch on me if we both did a crime and you got caught and I got away? Nah, I would just take that Okay. Yeah. So if we, but- if I did something and you got brought into it and you was like, I ain't had nothing to do with it. He right over yeah, there. I'm t- yeah, no, yes. I, I, yeah, I'm telling I would, I wouldn't snitch. If me and you did something and I got caught, I'm keeping my mouth shut. But yeah. if you did something and they like, hey, Bruce, you facing jail time. I'm like, Jay right. is right down the road. I'll right. take you to her right now. You're facing accessory after the fact type of charges. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going, no. <laughs> no, not, no. The, if I if I did something and I got caught, okay, I'm gonna take that L. Yeah, if yeah, you just yeah. happen to get away because you ran faster than me, <laughs> then it is what it is. They're always gonna just wonder who was the second person, right? They're always they're, gonna wonder. Yeah, they're never gonna know. Um, but if I had nothing to do with it, and you just nah, hell no. Yeah, the only person, and y'all can say person, what y'all want about me. I don't give a damn. Yeah, look, 
that's to me that's not snitching <laughs> that is snitching. i'm getting in trouble for something that i didn't do yeah. that's not snitching that, i'm that saving is, look, my I, ass i'm saving now, my ass now if i get hemmed up and i start telling on other people doing other stuff now that's right. snitching that's See, snitching this, People nowadays don't know, they don't understand what snitching actually is. Snitching is you got caught doing some something you did. And so <laughs> you're going to start throwing other people under the bus to try to get out of either get out of what you did or lessen, lessen the penalty for it. Yes, that's, that's snitching. snitching. That's snitching. All this other stuff where they was like, all that nah, other man, stuff he- ain't snitching. Right. No. I mean, I'm not going to voluntarily give if I know somebody no. is robbing, you know, I'm not going to voluntarily give up in for prime example. You got to come example. find me and ask me. The office, the office in my building. My building is a non-smoking building. Mm-hmm. You cannot smoke in your apartment on your balconies. There are smoking sections outside of the building. That's where everybody's supposed to smoke. Yeah. Do people pay attention to that rule? No. Obviously Since, not. Since I'm not directly affected by any cigarette smoke from any people that nobody that lives around me smokes. Mm -hmm. So I don't smell anything, but other people do. But where I do smell something is weed smoke. Now, Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying to yourself, Bruce, you smoke weed. Why would weed smoke bother you? Well, weed smoke bothers me when I'm not smoking weed. Yes. (laughs) When When, I'm I'm out (laughs) and other people are enjoying that pisses me off and that makes me and that makes me want to tell well because weed doesn't smell good yes it does it, no it stinks Some, that's the reason why that's the reason why you, i say you, you got that stank you got that if you got that loud that stank then yeah, yeah yes but sometimes so, no i always have my window open and i like to sit on my balcony and one yeah. of my neighbors likes to smoke weed on their balcony and i don't mean this a little bit they wake and bake every morning. Sometimes I can smell it in the afternoon and in the evening. They're for real pothead. It yeah. bothers the hell out of me. And if I catch them, I'm gonna kick their ass. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm, if you're watching right now, let me let me look in the camera. If you're watching yeah. right now and you know who you are, when I catch you, it's an ass whooper coming your way. I'm not gonna say nothing, I'm not gonna do nothing, but just whoop that ass immediately on sight. But the office is sending out these emails like, hey, just to remind you guys, this is a non-smoking building. Yeah. So I went to the office and I said, hey, you know, a lot of people probably don't check those emails. Y'all might have to go old school and slide a notice up underneath the door. And they were like, well, do you know anything? And I was like, do I know anything? Like, how? Like, do you know who's smoking? I was like, you know, I'm on my balcony sometimes and I see people smoking or whatever. Well, who is it? I was like, nah, I ain't no snitch. Y'all gonna just have yeah. to catch him. Well, how yeah. are we gonna catch him if nobody speaks up? I was like, mm, I can't do it. Like, I just can't do it. Can't do when, it. If it bothers me, I will deal with it directly. Right. I will deal with it directly, but I but can't I'm not be going to authority. I'm not going to bring the authorities in if I don't have to bring the authorities in. <laughs> I'm not going to bring the authorities in. If, if I could deal with it myself... I'll deal with it myself. Like, I'm not going to bring them. No, you know, we're not going to call the police if we don't have to. Now, for instance, though, if I get if I start to get blamed, if my neighbors think it's me that's smoking. Right. When I'm not. Oh, then I'm telling. Then I'm, then telling. I'm telling because mm-hmm. I don't have nothing to do with it. And I'm not going to take the hit for somebody else. Then here's, I'm telling. Here's the moral of the story. When you make your problem my problem. There you go. 
then that's your ass because (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling, don't make your problem my problem because once it's my problem, then all bets are off and I'm telling, period. Well, speaking of (laughs) people trying to deal with problems, we got abortion up next. Mm Well, Jay, they doing it again. Yeah. I feel like every week I'm having to come on here talking about how they doing it. And mm-hmm. what do I mean by say they are doing it? <sighs> Yesterday, uh, August the 24th or 23rd. I don't know when this happened. I know when yesterday was. Because tw- today is the 24th. So Okay. So it's the 23rd or the 22nd. Yeah. It was, it was it a couple was a, of days. It's the 23rd. 23rd. Okay. Yeah. August the 23rd. South Carolina Supreme Court has upheld a law banning most abortions after roughly six weeks of pregnancy. This ruling is a reversal from when the court struck down a similar law saying it violated the state constitution. The law known as the Fetal Heart Heartbeat and Protection from Abortion Act limits most abortions as early as six weeks into a pregnancy with early cardiac activity can be detected in the fetus or embryo. The law allows for exceptions to save the pregnant woman's life and for uh, fatal fetal abnormalities, abnormalities, Mm -hmm. as well as limited uh, exceptions. Good God. It's because I had a protein shake and I can't speak, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, (laughs) I don't get this correlation, but sure. Because a protein shake is thick. It's like drinking a milkshake. Oh, so then you turn into mush mouth. But yeah, I got the mush mouth right now. So I'm, yeah, I'm having shoot. trouble initiating and it dries out my mouth. So now I'm thirsty. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. and they also give limited expectations up to 12 weeks for victims of rape or incest. Physicians who knowingly violate the law could face felony charges, jail time, fines, and have their license to practice in the state revoked by the State Board of Medical Examiners. Uh <laughs> It, it gets worse, guys. Let me mm-hmm. just tell you what the Justice John Kittredge wrote. He said that while the 2023 act infringes on a woman's right of privacy and bodily autonomy, the state legislator made a policy determining that at a certain point in the pregnancy, a woman's interest in autonomy and privacy does not outweigh the interest of the unborn child to live. Why is all this happening? Because like I said, They just overruled a ruling that they just did. It's because the recent ruling on this abortion uh, is a reversal of its own decision just earlier this year. The court's change of stances issue is attributed to the replacement of the lone female justice, Miss Hearn, with Gary Hill by a Republican state. Uh, So Gary Hill took over from Miss Hearn. So they got all males on this Supreme Court. And now it's overturned. And, and, and so, mind you, they just ruled on this earlier this year. This year has only been nine months. So they changed their ruling. And just listen to what he said. He's saying, the, the justice, what's his name again? Justice, Justice uh, uh, Kittredge. Kittredge, is saying, yeah. Yes, yeah, Justice Kittredge is saying, well, yeah, you know, we don't want to infringe on a woman's body and autonomy. Uh but we don't want to infringe on the baby's life. So that supersedes the woman at right. six weeks and, at and, six weeks. And my question is, says who? Hmm, men. 
men, right? Men, yeah. Yeah. Anti-abortion Republican men. Because how can you weigh one person's bodily autonomy against the life of an unborn child? The fact is that I got to carry this baby. It's my body that this is happening to physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, all of the things. So who decides that the life of the unborn child, which you can barely call it that at six weeks, sorry, it's a clump of cells, but that that child's life supersedes one, my privacy, my medical privacy, and also my right to say what I can do with my own body. I mean, that's the crux of the entire argument. Well, we live in a in a woman, a, a male supremacist society. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 they'll quote scripture. You know, they 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 love quoting scripture. Yes. Don't want to follow the teachings of Jesus, but love quoting scripture. And they'll they'll say all these different things, but it's always about control. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny that the GOP is always talking about cancel culture when they are consistently canceling the rights of people that they don't agree with. Yeah. So it, it's not cancel culture. It is do what we want you to do. Do live how we want you to live. And that's the American way. It goes back to that Christian nationalism that we talk, talked about a couple of weeks ago. You know, it is them indoctrinating their beliefs mm-hmm. on others and forcing it. And here's another thing. It's always the lawmakers that are making these laws. They don't ever put it up to a majority vote. They no. don't ever let the citizens decide on this. They no. have a couple of times in like Iowa and things in that nature because they were like, well, these people ride with us and they believe that abortion is wrong and we it should be outlawed. And overwhelmingly, the majority of the people say, no, we don't. No. I don't feel like I should tell another person to do with their body. Anybody who is sensible says, I don't have the right to tell you what to do with your life or your body. That's on you. And if you're a believer in Christ, like a lot of these Christian nationalists say, who made them the judge? Last I checked, there's only one person, if you believe in Christianity, there's only one person who could be the judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, tell that to Christians who are probably the most judgmental. I'm not going to say all Christians, but a lot more than a few. I'm talking about the the political Christian. Yeah, the Christian nationalist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, So this isn't about abortion at all. It's not about Mm -mm. the life of the unborn child because Mm -mm. they don't care about children in this country. Um, We've proven that over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's 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 a political talking point. It's um, something tangible that they can say that they got done during their administration that doesn't have any impact on them specifically in their own lives, right? It just affects the lives of women, particularly poor women, particularly women of color. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I, I've read statistics. It's not just poor women out there getting abortions. It's a lot of people from all economic levels that oh, get abortions. Oh, yeah, but they can still get one. If you got the money, you can go somewhere else and still get one. Where are you going to go to Mexico? You can go somewhere else and get one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can travel. I mean, you can travel to another state. You can go somewhere if you got the money and the means to do it. You can go somewhere else. Yeah, but also, it's not like abortion is cheap in this country. People think that no. it's like, oh, it's twenty five dollars. It's a copay right. to go right. get an abortion. No, look at how much it costs. Like people, yeah. they out there, they out there thinking that poor people just out there getting abortions right and left. No. Poor people no. be having a lot of kids because they no. can't afford abortions. Yeah, everybody don't have that $250, $300 or more to or do more. this. Or more yeah, because it gets more this. expensive depending on where you are in the pregnancy. Right. Um, I donate to Planned Parenthood. That's how I know all these things. <laughs> yes, we get the get the newsletter and it gives you lots of stats and it's, it's very helpful. And then, um, and then I also do my independent research, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think I just take Planned Parenthood's research it's it's an i I take them and i'm like Mm -hmm. is this true that's that's what everybody should do in their life get some information is this true do a little research that's all it takes google it's your friend that's all it takes and it's truly so much information at your fingertips it's not like when we were growing up you had to get that encyclopedia britannica or go to the go to the library Library, look Look back in the day (laughs) back in the day back in the day when you had an argument with somebody about some fact Mm -hmm. there was no way for us to look it up in real time and go find out we just argued around in circles about that fact and a lot of times we was wrong a lot of times we were wrong we're not wrong now because google is real easy to just type up get what you need to get and you're all set but Jay, I, I read this headline and I was just like, I'm not a female. Yeah. I personally won't ever have to decide whether I want to keep a child in my belly or not. Right. I won't ever have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have the right to make that decision for another person. Right. And I don't understand why some people are so self-righteous to believe that their way is the absolute best way and everybody should follow their lead. That's because they're self-righteous and it's fascism. Like you said, like, <laughs> you know, so, I mean. So people yeah. always talk about the isms, right? And I mm-hmm. loved when Obama was uh, president and, you know, the Tea Party was a thing and they would bring up, he's a he's a socialist, communist, fascist. And I was like, well, he could be two yeah. or one of those I don't things. think you understand what each of those things are. <laughs> right. To know and, that you can't be three out of three. And uh, also, the fascism is a, is a mm, yes, they have fascist tendencies, but it's not truly, completely fascism. Because fascism, socialism, and communism, fascism and communism typically comes with a dictator. Mm-hmm. That, that's typically how that goes. Socialism typically doesn't have a dictator because socialism is not quite communism. And stop throwing socialism and communism together. Communism has forms of socialism, isn't, but socialism doesn't have form of communism. And they're different. Yes. They're similar, but different. Uh, but yes, th- this is very. This is a fascist state. Burning books, mm-hmm. banning reading, mm-hmm. controlling your body. Yeah, we've seen this before in controlling history. Controlling the media. Con- uh, well, mm, the media controls the media. 
I think, especially when you're talking about extremist right-wing ideology, that is what's controlling the media, not the media itself. I will say this. So the other day, just as an experiment, and I do this from time to time, I went on Fox News, Mm -hmm. foxnews.com. And I was like, all right, let me check out these headlines and what stories that they're featuring. Because I I watch the news. The news is on all day long because I need content for this show and I like to be informed. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching the news and I'm like, all right, these are the these are the stories that are on ABC News. Listen to the channels that I'm watching. ABC News Mm -hmm. and NBC News, not MSNBC. NBC right. News. Those are two different things. Right. And so I was like, let me go on Fox News. One is journalism. One is entertainment. Well, it, one is journalism. One is commentary. And you got to understand the yes. difference between the two. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't. They think the talking no. heads are giving them news and the talking heads are giving you opinions. But I went on Fox News and it was Hunter Biden this, Joe Biden that, woke, oh God. GOP and conservatives love saying the word woke. Don't understand what it means, but love saying it. You know, they love it. it, it it's you know, you guys because taking the word. Woke. Asked, I think they asked Ron DeSantis and he couldn't define it. No, they can't ever dis- define it. And no. people, you know what? You know what conservatives are? They're your parents. Here's what I mean by that. <laughs> Remember back in the day when we would have slang terms? Yes. Well, we still have slang terms. Now I'm at that age where I'm like, wait a minute, what's capping again? Is is yeah. capping lying or is that not capping? Like, what did, can you explain that to me? But so the no GOP cap and conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cap. Yeah. I, I get it now, but I'm saying yeah. when it first came out. Right. But that's conservatives, right? They just hear a word and they don't understand the meaning of the word. They just kind of run with it and create their own definition of the word, just like our parents used to do. When yeah. I, I, I used to say, hey, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. I'm going to take that. Straight is straight and great. Like yeah. you, you cool, like you like you solid. Yeah. And then mom would be like, mm, this food is straight. And I'm like, mm, mom, that's not how you use that. That's, it kind of no. is. It's not, no, too, not, it's not too wrong. It's wrong. It's not too wrong, though. But it was wrong. But so they took the word woke. So so on Fox News, it was Hunter Biden, this Joe Biden, this, they're criminals. Mm-hmm. Nothing about Trump. They no. did have Rudy Giuliani's mug, which is funny. Because yes. the, the head, the main of the Rico man is is yeah. in a Rico charge. But nothing else. Nothing nothing about Trump's indictments. No. Uh, nothing about classified documents. None of that stuff. No. None of it. It's all woke this, woke that. Oh, a black man shot somebody. Like they love putting that type of news out there, but nothing else. And I was like, wow, if all you do is pay attention to Fox News, I get how you would think Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are the worst and how and why you should be deathly afraid of black people and brown people. That's what Fox News is telling you. So it's got to be true because it's news. Right. But that's them controlling the news. That isn't the people. That is that is sensationalizing what people want. That is right wing ideology controlling what controlling the media. And what I say that is, is in order to further that ideology, they are filtering what they show to the people. Yes. So it's, it's ultimately the ideology that's fueling it. 
and the per, and and the proliferation and the perpetuation of that ideology. And you can do that. You can control the way people think by controlling what information is available for them to consume. Yes. Yeah. I will say that I'm attacking Fox News. I also got to attack MSNBC because every now and then I'll turn on MSNBC. And look, I support Joe Biden, but also he's old as hell. And I don't like I don't like when he's up there speaking. I feel like something bad is going to happen every time he talks. I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks very much his age. Look, yes. when you compare ages, when you compare energy levels, there's one thing I give Trump. Trump got that energy. Hey, well, we don't now, know look, if that's supplemented by something. No, he does he doesn't drink or or he's never he drank because his brother was an alcoholic or something like that. So mm-hmm. he you know yeah, drink. Alcohol alcohol uh, don't make you sharper. No. Uh but McDonald's, I guess McDonald's, I guess in Big Macs work. Big Macs and fries. Yeah. I'm surprised you know? he doesn't have high blood pressure and diabetes. Who surprised. says that he doesn't? I, I, he that's why like I said I'd be surprised if he doesn't. With his old high booty ass. <laughs> Yo, he got a donk. That's one thing. Trump got a donk. I seen it in them little, uh, them little white shorts he be wearing at the tennis court. So why don't somebody tell him don't put on them little white shorts? That's what you wear at the tennis court. That's nah, what you wear. You can wear no, any other color somebody, but white. Somebody needs to tell Secret Service to stop people from taking photos of him from below. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. There's a way oh. to shoot that where he doesn't look like a like he got an elephant booty. There's a way but to shoot you, it. You know what's funny? He can eat whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants to his body. Nobody's sitting there trying to control him and his body. No. No. Sure enough, trying to control women and their bodies with this new ruling. And I just, you know, I mean, I'm past that point where this kind of affects me. But like, it, you know, people people don't pay attention to stuff that don't affect them. Yeah. And and people are like, everybody wants to talk about politics. And, and anytime somebody says that, I say, because politics is important. Yes. You're like it's just it's just it's not that important. No. Yes, it, it is. It literally is has an effect on every single part of your life. Every single there and, are people and just making because decisions you, that defect you affect you directly. Yeah, not defect you, affect you. Uh but I had well, to make I that's said, a, <laughs> I, I was trying to mix affect and directly. Yeah. So it came <laughs> out. But that's like the first time. Yeah, that's the first time I could call you out because you love calling me out every time I'm my mush mouth says something. Right. Knowing I got a speech impediment, just rubbing it in. Anyway, that's that's my sister, y'all. She's a joke. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. I never said I wasn't. No, you 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 own exactly who you are. I never said I wasn't. I am an asshole. And that is uh who I am. And I make no apologies because I don't apologize. Uh, it just, you know, it, we talk about this a lot and it just bothers me. You know, it it's just it's the hypocrisy, I think, because mm-hmm. there's nothing materially different about the band that they shot down. The only thing that's different is the makeup of the court and that it's yep. all men. So it's the it's the hypocrisy of it that that's most annoying about this. That's my pet peeve, hypocrisy. But 
hard, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, and it's all these, it's just so funny. It's, you know, it's South Carolina, it's, it's Florida, it's Arkansas, uh, Georgia, actually, did Georgia do any bans on education? Mm-hmm. I know they tried to suppress the votes. They um, tried to suppress voting. There was the whole thing about, um, I think something about slavery being beneficial. I think that was also something here that, as that well. That was Florida. Oh, but okay. there was also something in Georgia about them changing the curriculum to take race out of Tulsa race massacre and things like that. So just I don't, like I don't making, really know how you take race out of Tulsa race massacre. Like what they just how call you, it? They just call it the Tulsa massacre. Just the Tulsa. Yeah, but massacre. okay. But like, how do you frame that where it's not race evolved? Because people try to frame the Civil War as a war on states' rights, and and that's partly true. I mean, I mean that is true. Rights to own was slaves. Slaves, yeah, that's what it was. So it was a fight <laughs> to own. So it was a fight over slavery, yeah. and they, yes. they to, to frame it, they said it was states' rights, and but that right was slavery. Yeah, uh, that's I don't all know they how about. they're going to reframe it. Maybe as an economic, as economics or class issue or something like that, as opposed. Oh, I to guess I guess you could because it was a race Black issue, Wall Street, but it yeah, was I, definitely a, a race. It was definitely racial. It was a hundred percent racial. All right. Period. Well, and the fact that people don't understand how intersectionality works again boggles my mind. What did um, I call it that one know, time? What did I call it instead of intersectionality? I said intersexuality. Intersexuality. <laughs> I was like, not intersexuality, <laughs> uh, but it's the it's the same thing. Like it, you know, yes, it could be about race, economics, and class. It could be about all three because all yeah, three yeah. of those things are acting on people at. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's called intersectionality people. All right. You know what? I'm tired of talking about depressing stuff, but since we were talking about abortion and keeping babies or not keeping babies next up, let's talk about a woman that decided to keep her baby Mm -hmm. with some random dude from Atlanta. Jay, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because you know more about this than I do. But you sent me some TikToks and mm-hmm. I've seen her before. And I'm like, yo, first of all, I thought just my misogynist ego. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. she's fine. Like, she bad. To me, she's kind of bad. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, you sent me these TikToks. They're kind of <laughs> that, funny. That's gonna... what you gleaned from that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, okay. I... <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. I got a one track mind. I openly admit that, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to let you explain it to the people out there and I'll just chime in. So I, I've been following this TikToker. Her name is Morgan Bailey with two eyes. I've been following this TikToker since probably the beginning of summer. She basically makes TikToks about Being uh, impregnated by a random man in Atlanta and just her struggles as a single mom. So let's 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 point out it's not a random man. She knows who the man is. She just calls him a random man in Atlanta. Random man in Atlanta. So this was somebody that she dated. They met when she was twenty one. He was thirty. So that go automatically let you know what the situation is. Whenever you have that big an age gap. He 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 would say things to her like call her little girl and stuff. So you you typically know when it's guys like that, 
They're, now, they're dating younger girls to manipulate. Well, I've dated younger women, but I've dated younger, mature women. Yeah, they're not dating. They're not dating young girls because they're uh, worldly and experienced. They're looking for <laughs> naivete. Okay. Okay. So um, she got pregnant. He moved her up to Michigan, and then one month, thirty days after she gave birth moved to a her, C-section, moved her up or down from Michigan. I thought he was a moved- random dude in Atlanta. Yeah, they were in Atlanta. Okay. He moved her up to Michigan. He was One, just visiting in Atlanta? No, they lived there. Okay. Why'd he move her up to Michigan then? For some reason, he wanted to move to Michigan. She never elaborated <laughs> okay. as to why. Okay. All right. All right. She was not clear as to why, but uh, he wanted to move to Michigan. They moved up to Michigan. She gave birth. One month later, after giving birth via C-section and dealing with postpartum, he leaves her, moves back to Atlanta, and moves in with the next girlfriend. She is now a single mother. She makes a lot of videos about how depressed she was behind this man. But it's basically all of her videos are really funny TikToks about being a single mom, um, telling stories about this random man in Atlanta. She never, this is a very important, she never doxes him. She never posts a picture. She never uses his real name. She always calls him random man in Atlanta, a random man from Atlanta. So recently, <laughs> so she's amassed a huge following. On TikTok, she is getting right? on TikTok and on mm-hmm. Twitter, I think too, but on TikTok, she's amassed a huge following. Her videos get millions of views. So she's now making, she's monetized. She's making money now. Yeah, she's social media famous now. Yes, she's social media famous now. Still never doxes this man. He decides recently to dox himself. He decides to come forward. This young man, I think his name was Jaquan or something like that. I'm not sounds, 100% sure. That, I, that sounds right. I, I've never heard his name before, but that sounds right. That It sounds accurate. It okay? sounds, it sound, that's, this sounds it like sounds some shit like a Jaquan would do. Yeah, sounds like something definitely. So he decides to uh, make himself known. Didn't Mm -hmm. have to. No one asked for it. No one asked for it. No one asked for it. He's trying to get in. He's trying to get in on that money. He sees money. He accused her of clout chasing after him, even though that's literally impossible because she never tells anybody who you are. So how she could get clout from never revealing your identity is very weird. Uh, what it seems like is that you're clout chasing now mm-hmm. that she's a master following and is making money to support your daughter, which you mm-hmm. are not doing. Mm-hmm. He tries to give a whole bunch of receipts about how he uh, cash apped her $16,000. Well, she presents her own receipts that he took her cash app card. And this is all money. And it shows each text where he says he's about to use the card. So that money was his money that he's using. And I believe he still has her cash app card. She should probably cancel that cash app card. Yeah, she should probably cancel. This is a situation where you have a a hobosexual. He's basically Mm -hmm. a man using a woman for an apartment, a car, and a debit card. You see it all the time. It's those three things that they want. 
re-enunciate that again and re-give that definition again because I know some people are going to be like, that's not a homosexual. She said hobo. Yes. H-O-B-O. Hobo-sexual. Yes. A hobo-sexual is a man using a woman for an apartment, her car, and her debit card. Those are the three things. (laughs) And and let's be clear. This hobo-sexual never says apartment. He just says apartment. Yes. I'm staying at her apartment. I'm staying at her apartment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't because you know he's typically he typically ain't got nothing going on. Um, and it's true she was footing the bill for everything. He lived with her. He used her car. He used her debit card and her cash app card. So he he outs himself. Tries to give his quote unquote side of the story. It just makes him look even more of a deadbeat um, because she, of course, also has receipts. And this is playing out live on TikTok. Everybody's getting it's all over my timeline, all over my timeline. And what I would encourage people to do, do not give his video any likes. Uh, I really don't want you to give him the views. But I want to see what he looked like. A random man in Atlanta. Truly, truly. And I think throughout this whole uh, saga, she, Morgan has discovered that she is, she. I think she thought she was baby mama six, but she's actually number seven. Uh, baby mama six reached out to her, had all the receipts and everything. Nope. She's number seven. Now, I don't know if she knew she was number seven when they were together. Uh, other baby mamas have come out and made videos in support of her and also corroborating her story that he is, in fact, a deadbeat. He could have stayed a deadbeat in anonymity. Like, he did not need. It's this It's this crazy need to tell your side or to have your two cents or put your two cents in. Or so it's this uh, it's this ridiculous need to not just let things go because you uh, didn't not- control. Yeah, it's about control. He we wants just to control about it in the last segment. Yeah, he wants to control a narrative that he did not have to participate in. But you can't. He can't sit back and watch somebody gain clout, gain fame, and the money that comes associated with that. And not say something, but you just outed yourself to a whole internet that you are a deadbeat. Not once, not twice, but seven times over. This this is the thing. Maybe he is going for, I know there's a, a number that that a guy can reach where he doesn't have to pay child support anymore. And I don't, I, don't. I think it's double. T- no, there is. There's a, there's a number. And I think it's double digits. If a guy has like 10 kids, he doesn't have to pay child support because he can't. <laughs> theoretically afford child support. Well, he can't afford it because I don't think he has a job. Well, you can't he afford s- it if you got seven. He says he's a motivational speaker. So that means he don't have no job. <laughs> hey, look, he's motivating these women to have his kids. Somehow. Yeah, so somehow, maybe, some way. He must be maybe. working with something. He must have some game. I <laughs> truly don't understand, uh, except for the fact that he goes after much younger women. Um, 
with a certain level of naivete. That's the only thing that I could think. He wouldn't be able to bag somebody his own age. That was seven kids. Let me tell you something. If I ask you, you got kids, they say, yeah, seven. And I ask how many mothers, and you say seven. That's the end of the conversation. I'm sorry. That's First of all, if you say seven, that's the end of the conversation. But, <laughs> but, but seven kids, seven mothers, I'm not about to assume that I'm going to be any different from the seven women that came before me. I'm not. Okay, so what's the, what's the number? What's the limit? What's the limit of kids and baby mamas? I think, I think two baby mamas, maybe three, but I really feel like two is still it's still a lot, but it's manageable. I have friends who husbands have multiple baby mothers, and it's doable. Like it's do two is doable. Yeah, they, they say it's a blended family is a thing. Yes. Yes. Blended family is a thing. But when I say if a woman got two baby daddies and I say, no, nah, I don't want to deal with it, I'm wrong. Women want to attack me. No, well, no, I think, I, think two, I think two is fair. No, I think two is fair where you're just like, mm, that's one too many. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'll no. allow you a previous relationship that resulted in a child, but, but two? Well, at my age, a person could have easily have been married two or three times. That feels like a lot. I don't feel I, like we're old enough for you to be am, now on your am, third marriage. I oh, with me. I, I know I'm definitely. I'm old enough. I'm in my forties. I'm in, I'm almost in my mid forties. Almost. I'm still in my early forties. But yes, that, yeah. that that feels Think like a lot. It. You could have gotten married with your college sweetheart at twenty one. Mm-hmm. That not work out. Get divorced in your twenties. Get married in your thirties. Your late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. That not work out. Meet the love of your life at 40 and be married again on your third marriage at 43, 44. But those are not not baby mamas. Like like our parents are divorced. My mom mom is not a baby mama. They were married. That's not a baby mama. But dad always calls mom baby mama. Even though we are full adults. But that's... (laughs) But that's... I, I don't consider... If you were married and had children, and the marriage, but you're didn't not married out, no more. You're not married but, no more. But that, but to me, if you had kids in wedlock, <laughs> so now, so now we're judging people. If you have kids in wedlock or out of wedlock, what if they never got married, but they were in long term relationships? What if a person that is forty three years old, like myself, I was said in a relationship? two. I <laughs> said two. That three is a lot. I mean, but three here's is the thing. a lot. Here, here's the thing. I don't have to. I'm not going to judge anybody for how they lived their life up until this it seems point. Like you're kind of judging. No, I get to decide whether or not I want to participate in it. That's it. I just get to okay. decide whether my, you lived your life the way you lived your life. No shade. I don't have to participate in it just because it is what it is. True. That's absolutely true. <laughs> like, no, I get to say three baby mamas is a lot <laughs> well, to I deal with. Don't, I think people don't understand. Like, I remember having a conversation with an ex-girlfriend and she was like, I don't understand where we can't still be friends. And I was like, well, I don't want to be your friend. Right. I don't think that's fair. I was like, you don't really get to decide what no. I want to do with my life. I've chosen, I don't want to be your friend. 
Right. Therefore, we're not going to be friends. It doesn't matter if you want to be friends or not. And why would you want to force a relationship with somebody who's not interested? <laughs> well, I mean, you know. I get it. Everybody thinks I'm cool. I don't know why everybody thinks I'm cool, but everybody, You're not. everybody want, everybody want to be nerd. my friend. On, <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> a nerd. Like I, I openly, I openly admit that I'm a nerd. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a person who likes history, video games, and comic books. Like I'm absolutely yeah. a nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I don't know why people think I'm cool. I, I really, I mean, I do. Cause I am, but, but I understand it. I get it. But yeah, yeah people yeah. like all, all exes eventually they're like, so you, you want to be friends? I'm like, no, no, you're a great guy. I know I am, uh, but you know, no. I don't think you're so great. So I don't want to be cool with you. <laughs> I, I made a mistake. Yeah. It was me. I, I made a mistake. Yeah. I have yeah. emotional trauma just, from my childhood. And now it's just too far gone. Like at this yeah. point, we've been through too much to now be friends. That's dumb. That's, that's, that I don't understand that. I don't yeah. know why women don't understand that. You know, another thing I don't know, I, I saw some, I'm about to go off on the tangent. Mm-hmm. I saw something the other day and I was like, I wholeheartedly agree with this. And I know, I know you're going to feel a particular way about this. Okay. Women are always like, Guys should open up. Guys should share more. Guys should open up. Guys should share more. Mm-hmm. But when men do, women get turned off by that because they say they want the guy to be in touch with his emotions. Mm-hmm. But everything throughout her life has told her strong men, strong men, strong men, strong men. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about your problems. Man deals with it, dies with a heart attack or a stroke at the age of 50 or 60 because he's holding everything in. Mm-hmm. But that's a strong man. I, I, my bestie hit me up the other day and was like, "How do you feel about women driving men?" And I was like, "Uh, I feel just fine about it because I don't have a car, and most of the time women are driving me, or I'm getting an Uber, or I'll drive their car occasionally. But now, and I never like that's not no big deal to me. You right. drive, I drive, it's okay. Right? I don't like it. And I was like, I understand why you don't like it because you're used to your dad always driving your mom. Your mom never mm-hmm. drives. Mm-hmm. You're used to that." So that's what you equate as a strong man. Right. Sometimes your dad might not want to drive. Maybe he might be tired. Maybe he went through it and y'all almost died in a car accident because he's sitting there trying to stay up because he's been driving for 10 hours and everybody else is sleeping. And, and so women want women say that they want a man to share. Mm-hmm. But once a man shares, they look at him completely different. So I will say this. Ninety nine point nine percent of people are unhealed. Mm-hmm. There's very few people that are healed. Everybody is carrying around some sort of emotional trauma. And we're also carrying around our own biases and things like that. Typically, the woman that asks the man to open up is not the same woman that sees that vulnerability as a negative. Mm-hmm. It's when the man says, well, women want you to open up. And then you open up and they they don't want to hear it. Well, cause you open up to the wrong woman. And I feel like you knew that. Like, I feel like but she has they never ask, given you safe space vibes. Okay. So, but they like, ask, they, that's true. But they ask, okay, well, why don't you ever talk? All right. You want to know what's going on? Here's what's going on. Ooh, that was too much. Well, you asked, you asked what was going right, on. Right. And so now you know where you both stand. And so and, now you got to make a decision. And that decision then and is, if, okay. And, and if you choose to stay with somebody who is not is clearly not a safe space for you, who clearly doesn't care about your inner life, then that's on you. Right. 
but most most men most men when they open up i've long since gotten past this yeah long since gotten past this i am who i am luckily i grew up in a family with tough dudes who were men who also cried yeah over happy moments yes i can't think of a man in my family that didn't cry over a happy moment yeah. And these are tough dudes. So yes. you can't say that they were some weak ass men. They weren't that. So no. I never had a problem. There was never a question of my masculinity just by being vulnerable. And right. my boys used to always joke on us, joke on me, be like, why are you always asking me how I'm doing? Cuz, man, like, how are you doing? You good? Yeah. Don't worry about that. I'm good. I was like, all right, well, it'll be the one time I don't ask. And then right. something happens. Yeah. Because I've had that in my life too. So I'm always going to ask. Yeah. But, also, <laughs> I don't be sharing too much. So yeah. women that I date, that is a common theme, except for one. One, because I did open up to her. Mm-hmm. But the common theme is you don't talk. And I'd be like, because if I talk, you ain't going to want to hear it. I know who you are. I know what you could take and what you can't take. Right. You think you think you want this. I know you can't handle that. Right. You want this. You want to stay in this lane. And that's cool. I can stay in that lane. I don't need to talk to you. And that's also a conversation like when, and this is for anybody because this, it goes both ways, right? Typically men don't ask women to open up. Women just open up and they don't want to hear it. But if you do have a partner that asks you to open up, ask them, what does that look like to you? What does Ooh. me opening up look like to you? That's good. Because, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Because- if me opening up is me literally bearing all of my wounds, but for you, it's me just telling you about my day and including you in my day-to-day life, then we need to get on the same page about that. You know what? Now that I think about that, I think most of the time when a woman was like, you don't talk, they just wanted to hear about my day-to-day life. Yeah. And the superficial stuff, like what yeah. did you do today? And yeah. I want to just say the same thing I did yesterday. Yeah. My days don't change. There was nothing that happened. But it's about, it's more about you proactively including them and not a reaction to them asking you, how was your day? Include me in your life. But that you think about daily (laughs) contacting them on your own and saying, here's what I did today. Here's what I'm thinking about doing tomorrow. Would you like to go here this weekend? And including people in your day-to-day life. Those are three completely different things that you lumped in into one thing. You're you're talking about talking about how my day was, one, how my what my day looks like tomorrow, two, do you want to have plans? Three. Yeah, it's Most called a conversation. It usually involves several <laughs> different topics. No, you're no, but there are different layers to that. One is talking about how my day went. One yeah. is talking about what I have planned tomorrow, what my next day looks like. And another one is, hey, do you want to get together? Yeah, it's one called- and two inclu- One and no, two don't include it's, three. It's, but these are all parts of your life. And-, and is also including that person in on your life. Most of the time when people are like open up and talk, it's open up, comma, and talk. Like they're <laughs> t- <laughs> like I, I just want to be clear that I'm not saying open up by talking, but open up and also talk. So they're they're talking about including them actively in your life. They're not talking about 
share with me your mother wound. Like nobody's talking <laughs> about that. Let's do shadow work together. Nobody, they probably not most talking people, about that. Most people don't even know what their shadow is. Most people don't know what their wounds from their childhood are because right. most people ain't out here going to therapy. Because like 99.9% of people are unhealed. So when they're asking you to open up, they're not talking about that. What they're <laughs> talking about is they're tired of getting the WID text. And that's really all that they, good morning, good night, WID. And that's really all that they get from you. They're yeah, talking that, about that, that include me. me, include me in your life, include me in your daily life by uh, telling me what's going on and including me in decisions you make. And like, let's be a couple in that way, because otherwise we're just two people who know each other and, and mess around sometimes. Like, other than that, <laughs> we're not in a relationship. In a right. relationship, we have to relate to each other. Yeah, that's true. You, Jay, you dropped some jewels on here. What you going yeah. to therapy or something? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, Consistently. Maybe should, yeah, maybe we Consistently. should do it there. Yeah. And I know that I'm not prepared to do any of the things that I've said, which is why <laughs> I'm not in a relationship currently. Because yeah. I'm, I already know. I already know what you're looking for. I know I am not in a position to give it to you because I don't want to. And therefore <laughs> I will not be dating you. Period. Childhood trauma. Childhood yeah. trauma. I'm All toxic, right, but I'm toxic on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like I already no, know. I'm I don't toxic. know what you're saying. No, I'm toxic. So I'm toxic mm-hmm. on my own. Oh, okay. 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 All yeah. right. Yeah. I don't you spread it around. I try not to spread it stuff around. Like that. Yeah. I try yeah, not to spread that around. I remember you as kids growing up. I, I know mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's who you are. <laughs> All right, Jay. What do you want to tell the people out there? If I didn't use your name. <laughs> just shut up. Like, just sit back and mind your business. Because I didn't use your name. You didn't have to out yourself. If I... Am not using your name. You can just ignore me, like you've been ignoring our child. You, you hear that, Jay Quellen? <laughs> well, whatever your name is, sir. <laughs> Jay Quellen. All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Once again, go and log on to our webpage at unsolicitedperspectives.com. You can catch all our videos, all of our podcasts. Get some merch. blogs, and our merch. That's right, and (laughs) our merch. It's the same shirts that's been on there for the last couple of weeks. I'm going to add more when they sell more. But uh, also, I don't have a lot of time to design them. So if you guys have designs of stuff that you would like, go ahead and email us at uh, unsolicitedperspectives at gmail.com. But until then... As always, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.